Hello, hello, the Digital Loop, Season 3, Episode 11. Hi, Ivan, how are you? Hi, Paul. So happy that we are back. This has been crazy. We have been all the way between Amsterdam and Bulgaria and Czech Republic. You have been even farther. You were in Hong Kong, you were in New York. Man, this yeah, is Yeah, that crazy. was hard. Yeah, I mean, we realized the limits of actually trying to record. We're in so different time zones and traveling so intensively. Uh, May is a very heavy season for conferences, which explains why we've been absent for almost a month. So apologi apologies to all our listeners for not having been there with you. But now we're back, finally. <laughs> and to, yes, we're back. And to do that, actually, we said, OK, why not? Because uh, yesterday, uh, uh, Clyder Perkins released their uh, annual uh, internet trends, and this is always a talk of the street. Everybody talks about it every year's release. So I said, okay, like, why not actually just t take a little bit uh, a look of what it is? So, do you have you ever read one of these reports, Ivan? Absolutely. I mean, this is this is uh, this is something that I always joke that is that the the preferred uh, uh, copy paste tool by consultants and strategists uh, around the world. Yeah. Because yes, every single time, I, <laughs> everybody, you know, so as soon as they come, it's just it's just a copy paste uh, 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 fantasy because everybody's just using every single one of these slides for their presentations. Yeah, it's just, she, um, she yeah. Does, I mean, so she, she she does a great job in uh, like putting. A lot of the stuff that some of some of most of it actually we you and me talk about here in other places, but she does a great job putting it all together once a year. All the big trends, so there's everything from this time, from you know obviously the numbers of people online to messaging apps that are taking over to the emerging markets, India and China. To she puts a lot of stuff together, but like you said, then you have a single document which you have all the most major trends. And this is why I guess a lot of people just refer back to it and copy some of the slides. So uh, if you've never seen it, you just go on uh, kpcb.com uh, forward slash internet dash trends, uh, or you just go on, on Twitter and look for the hashtag internet trends. And you can just and of course we you will see these slides everywhere for the next fucking five months. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, we, we're gonna put the link on the, on the show notes. So, so, so if you don't wanna, you know, it's really hard for you to find the, the to put KPCB on on Google or on the Twitter. Uh, you can you can just click on the link that is gonna be somewhere somewhere down. You know, whatever the video is. So, <laughs> what, what, what are the trends? I mean, I'll ask you first. Obviously, the very first one that she we're not gonna go in the order. We're not gonna cover all of it because again, you can just read yeah. Uh, Hi everybody. <laughs> we're gonna talk about 197 slides. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, that's what. So Mari Meeker, she did. This was a a, a talk she gave at Recode. Uh, I don't remember the name of the conference, Recode Conf or something like that, which is a big uh, conference by Recode, which used to be All Things D, which now has been bought by uh, the same guys who own The Verge. So, I mean, there's a big uh, media story behind it. But she does this talk. Uh, she did give this talk there. I don't know if it will be a video. Uh, we'll check. But the slides are self-explanatory. We're not going to cover all of those points. Uh, obviously, the first one is uh, the first part of it is very obvious. Is the part that we haven't talked in a while about is obviously the number of people that are online. She shows that 
more and more people are getting online again if you whichever number you trust whether it's from the itu which is from the un which is for private organizations the number is is staggering the rise of mobile is still going very 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 rapidly although it's got decelerating a bit in mature markets which is normal because most probably a lot of people in the us and europe already have a smartphone so it means that at some point there's a decrease in the acceleration. Doesn't mean that it's, it's slowing down. Doesn't mean that suddenly it's dropping. It's just slowing down. So these are you can you can take a look at it. We're not going to take too too much time on it. But what were the other points that you, Ivan, uh, were interested in in that report? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of really interesting data that actually, as you mentioned before, it, it, it makes you go, oh my God, you know, 73% of uh, uh, mobile penetration in the world, 5.2 billion uh, mobile phone users, that, that those are incredible numbers that, you know, once you put them in perspective, that makes you realize how, how, how all everything is changing because of these new digital uh, and these devices. Um, I, I was very interested to see about um, different elements connected with new things to come. Uh, one of the things that she she mentioned is about the, that there is a possibility for a buy button uh, appearing. You know uh, that it will be likely to appear someday in Twitter, Facebook, Google, and how you know this will have an impact on on, on e-commerce. That you are just not only sharing information, sharing pictures, sharing stuff, but actually it allows you the opportunity to go jump into purchase. Uh, that's yeah. something that I think it will the be really interesting. Yeah, I, th I think we already. Uh, so Twitter has already done doing tests about it to see, uh, you know, to encourage. I mean, Twitter is. There's been a lot of criticism about Twitter. If you don't follow the news, I'm just telling you. Just trust me. A lot of criticism of their business model. They're not seemingly sure what they're doing. A lot of people are starting to be a little bit itchy about what Twitter is doing. And one of the ways, obviously, is going into call to action uh, shopping service, like you just mentioned. And I think it, it's coming. I would say on top of it. That what probably uh, will happen as well, and, uh, and Mary Meeker doesn't really mention that in her report. Maybe she mentioned that in her talk. And at some point, there will be also some convergence between offline and online commerce because you'll be at some point in a shop and you could have a direct interaction there, not only with your smartphone, but also with something that goes around you. So this kind of link between offline and, and online will happen at some point uh, quite faster. She mentions the millennials and how there are. Are they are? I mean, I'm I'm not always a big fan of that term, although it's very easy to use as a foundation of, of debate. But she mentions how be millennials are, are buying and they are constantly on their phone, constantly uh, checking every. It's it's like almost like they're like they're a market, meaning they're like constantly checking what they can do and what at what price they can do it. So that becomes obviously a much of a struggle for offline shopping. Anyway, go on. Sorry for that. Yeah, and, and, and absolutely. And, and, and one of the things that elements connected also with millennials and, and in general, I found very interesting. And we've been talking about this in the past about messaging. Uh, very interesting. Six of top 10 most used apps globally are messaging apps. Six yeah. out of top 10. Uh, I mean, of course, we're talking about WhatsApp, uh, Facebook Messenger, Snapchat, WeChat Line. Uh, we have spoke about it in the past. Uh, very interesting. It looks at, at the at the market in Asia. How you you have uh, apps like Kakao Talk from Korea, uh, WeChat in China, and Line in Japan. Yeah. How how all this is starting to have an impact that. Uh, they have a very interesting statement that I, I wrote down and it made me think a lot about it that next new internet users are likely to get on board via messaging platforms. Yeah, I mean, she, um, says, she, says, she, says, she says that these are becoming like hubs and that's the term she uses and I, I think she's right in a way. I mean, if we if you've not been to, to Asia, you cannot imagine how different the messaging apps are there because here WhatsApp basically it's still 
uh, just a messaging app. Uh, so you just exchange messages either as a group or not. Uh, Facebook Messenger is already trying to take shape. Uh, Facebook has almost kind of put Messenger as a standalone. Now it exists not only on mobile, but also on the web. It's created APIs. So for the moment, the APIs is used to actually uh, do stickers mostly. But it, it, it shows that there will be a way at some point to drive more interaction within uh, your Facebook messengers without ever having to be on Facebook itself. And this is actually what happens in Asia. If you look at WeChat especially, I've been working with those guys at WeChat, you, you, you can do shopping, you can do uh, booking taxis, you can do a lot of stuff directly on it and you never have to leave it. Line has a similar business model, Kakao Talk, also slightly different uh, business model, but these, this is what she means. She means that if you have all these services built in into a messaging app, then obviously these uh, guys are becoming extremely, extremely important. Yeah, central communication hub. I mean, that, that that's something that I think is really interesting, uh, if, if, especially when you think about that here probably, I mean, I'm, I'm not familiar with housing Asia, but as you mentioned here, uh, I, I see that the fact that you use one messaging app doesn't mean that that's all you want to use. I mean, look at our phones. You have, you may have uh, Snapchat, you may have uh, 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 WhatsApp, you have a Facebook Messenger, you may have Bang, you have all these different, different, different uh, um, uh, apps that you use in different contexts. You use for, to connect with different people. Uh, interesting to see how the development of each apps and how each app keeps growing as we are starting to see complementary services, as you mentioned, in Asia. Uh, so that's very interesting. Uh, Another area that, they, they, that, that she talked about is also content, how content is, keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. Yeah, especially um, user-generated user content. A lot of what you and me can put actually and all of us put on there, you know, not only the content coming from either brands or media companies, but all of us and we're putting so much in there, right? I mean, crazy numbers, 4 billion video views per day on Facebook. That's, yeah, that's, that's crazy, right? 100 million users on Twitch, over uh, 10 million creators in SoundCloud. Hey, we're one of 10 million because we're in SoundCloud. <laughs> um, uh, so it's 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 fascinating to see how, uh, I mean, we are not discovering the earth. This is something that we've been noticing that is happening and it's happening and it keeps growing and growing and growing. Uh, but again, I mean, the, the impact that this has on, on, on communications, on branding, on strategy, the fact that, you know, this is not slowing down it actually is getting faster and faster. So, so if you are, uh, you know, developing strategy for your organization, you need to understand this. You need to really start creating great content. Uh, why? Because there is so much content around that if your content doesn't stand out, it's just going to be a waste of time. Yeah, and again, you know, you also have to. I think uh, the the brands that are successful are the one that not only create good content but also that allow people to remix generate them all their own content so basically act as a platform for people to say okay here's stuff play with it you know it's uh we're entering an era we already passed the era of pure consumption we are we are in between the era of remixing where people remix stuff you know the gifts and everything that you can see online the people and the and the, and the content creation so brands that are, are trying to uh have a, a too hard of a tight around our around their own content are the ones that and i'm not talking about copyright here but they are the ones that are that are uh losing you have to uh, empower people to have fun with with you actually and i think this is uh, what uh what uh, what is the key message in that in that content explosion we've been seeing in the past few years 
Yeah, it, it goes back to what we've been talking about in the past. Everything comes down to customer experience. Uh, the product, the app, the, the, the message itself, that's secondary. What's important is, is, is how all these element touch points play a role in the customer experience. And, and I, I think that this is really interesting to see how content is becoming an important, if not really important, part of the, of the entire experience uh, uh, in the interaction between brands and, and its users and consumers. Um, another topic I thought was very interesting is the just-in-time just-in-time information, just-in-time products, just-in-time services. Uh, I mean, the rise of, 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 of Uber, Lyft, Airbnb, uh, uh, OpenTable. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, really fascinating to see how these new uh, marketplaces are, are growing and are generating and are creating new innovative ideas of people that see, look at those business models and think, okay, maybe we can do something with this. We had an, an episode about the, the Uber of, of this, the Uber of that. Um, and and, and, and I, I think it's really interesting to see how new innovative elements will continue to come up. How many companies are gonna completely fail because all what they're trying to do is just copy what what uh, uh, Uber and Airbnb and all these companies are doing and and how other companies are you know adding their own twist and and and, and coming with something new she, 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 so mentioned she, she mentioned something interesting because she she goes into what are the top that's the US numbers but she goes into what are the top three uh, consumer spending factors for households in the US and the first is housing second is transportation Third is food. So when you have housing, that's Airbnb. Second is transportation, that's Uber. And uh, third, food is Instacart, for instance, that I've been using when I was in New York uh, last week. So uh, you, you can see that they correlate the fact that they're successful and also because people are already spending there. And the one that is uh, growing the fastest in all these categories, uh, there are multiple others I haven't mentioned, is at number five, and that's uh, healthcare. And healthcare is growing extremely fast in terms of spending. Obviously, there's a lot of reason why, but this is one of the areas where we haven't, we're only starting to see the glimpses of disruption. Uh, she mentions in another slide that oh, when we talk about consumer, uh, the consumer area, most of the stuff is already being disrupted, whereas in business, only part of it in healthcare is actually only starting. And, and I obviously uh, fully agree with her because we are starting to see like disruptions on the fringes. When I say on the fringes, you start obviously with some stuff like uh, apps that you know can actually uh, control. We've, we've talked about the Fitbits, etc., but also now the Apple Watch that can actually uh, have uh, control your. Um, not control, monitor your heartbeats, and also app, the health kit from Apple that allows to do uh, researchers to do more research into health. So this is at the fringes. We still haven't touched the core of healthcare, but we're seeing every single disruption comes from the fringes. You know, messaging apps, as you just mentioned before, at the beginning were like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's just messaging. Uh, they were just basically kind of starting replacing SMS, but now they're touching everything, free calls. And as we said, in Asia, they're touching commerce and touching a lot of the other type of human transaction so it's interesting to see that you know there are still a vast amount of stuff that hasn't been touched by digital and the internet that, it, that will be especially when we look at these these elements as well as the connection between uh, messaging and notifications and right. then if you add to that the new uh, wearable devices like the apple watch like all these apps that basically uh, uh, are are becoming a new interface between the notifications and and, and 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 you know your your applications and all you're doing um it is fascinating to see how i'm very curious to see how this is going to have an impact on on consumer behavior how people are going to start to 
to behave completely differently. Well, in um, cities, in, between... in, I mean, if you look at, of course, so San Francisco is kind of a lab because everything happens there. But if, if you are in any city, like I live in London or I was in New York or even in Hong Kong, you can see, and I'll come to China in a bit, but you can see that's already changing the way people behave because you can have almost everything instantly. I mean, I can make, I have everything here on my door in London like almost everything because there's a high density of population and as more and more people in the future are moving into cities because that's one of the trends. I don't think she mentions it, but that's one of the biggest trends in terms of urbaniz the urbanization trend. More and more people moving into cities, you can get that. In China, interestingly, uh, with or without actually those apps, it's always been the case. You can always be always have had in major cities everything delivered at you know in the within the next hour. It's even better than here. I mean, I have I have same day or even the next day delivery in London within the same hour. And obviously, the fact that people have uh, smartphones and apps uh, are is actually enhancing that 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 uh, that capacity. So people. Like you said, uh, consumer behavior is changing. I don't think it's changing. People are still, still have the same wants and needs. The fastness, the velocity of it is changing, and the ease of it is changing. I think this is the the, the, the the biggest point. And as price drops, at some point, it will start hitting smaller cities and rural areas as well. It's true that, for, for instance, Uber is not present in every single rural area in the world because there's not enough concentration. But as prices, drop, uh, prices are dropping and technology prices is dropping, as prices are dropping, it will come there more and more. Yeah, but but it's also as you mentioned, this is really interesting. We're talking about, for example, agricultural areas. Uh, in this, in one of the slides, you mentioned about uh, the, you talked about drones. Yeah, I mean and, that was and, interesting. And about yeah. how that was really interesting. That you know, when you're talking about drones, uh, there is uh, there is this uh, focus on delivery that everybody remember last year when Amazon made the video about delivery by yeah. drones, that everybody was really impressed. Actually, this might actually become a reality pretty soon, if not sooner rather than later. And and in one of the slides, you mentioned about how uh, some uh, in, in some places uh, they are using drones as part of the fumigation and part, as part of the agricultural process yeah, uh, in, in rural areas. Yeah, so uh, yeah. it is fascinating. You, you you don't need to have a huge plane, you know, like in the movies, you know, the plane that's dropping all these chemicals. Uh, you might have a small little drone going around, and you might have a small little farm, and 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 this new technology is disrupting uh, agriculture and 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 all these different areas that we thought it would not be possible. That only thing, yes, the city and the Ubers and stuff. This is having an impact everywhere and and yeah. i find that fascinating and, and and this report shows that that's that's actually what's happening yeah she, she also mentioned mining she also mentioned mentions quality control again like exactly what you said in these areas especially in vast countries like the us australia etc when you have these vast areas of almost no one lives uh, because they're vast agriculture fields or because they're like deserts and stuff but you still have uh, infrastructure you can actually just send a drone to make a small check whether it's like oh is electricity still running over there uh this is fascinating i've met some guys doing a, a drone a drone startup in in, in new york and uh, the 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 what you can achieve nowadays because of the precision of these drones and their autonomy is already pretty staggering so again we're going very very fast in that department yeah. It, was there any any other subject or any topic that you uh, thought again, she has, she, 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 she has so much uh, so much stuff in there. The one also that she mentions, and I think uh, it's interesting, is uh, there's two. One is obviously and we mentioned it. The, 
how we work is is evolving i think we, we we've, we've talked about it a, a lot so let's not uh, delve into this one today the other one she mentions at some point i think it's key and also we mentioned it is a security uh because we're getting into all these devices connected together we just mentioned drones we mentioned you know messaging and we mentioned all this stuff and the I'm not going to say by definition dark side, but the cautious side is also to say, okay, we need a lot of security assessment. What happens when the system get hacked? What happens because of the trust of the consumer, but also because of simple the infrastructure itself? Uh, we've seen many stories in the, in the past weeks and more and more and more and more stories about uh, cybersecurity threats or or even hacking. There's not being big damages, but it's obviously something that will have to uh, be a, a big part of the equation. And, and and I know a lot of companies are looking into it because not well, simply because there's a huge market there. There's a lot of money to be made if you if you can in, ensure safety and security of all these devices are connected together. So I think this is one point that she made that is actually also very interesting. So I, I think, yeah, well, basically what I wanted to say, like what I would recommend to everybody is, as, as we mentioned at the beginning, uh, uh, you can you can take a look at the report. You can get, we will get the link in our in our show notes, or you know look for it in in uh, uh, their in their website kpcv.com probably. Uh, yes. um, and what I would recommend you is take a look at the report, check out all the slides, check out all these things, and if you're interested to know more about some of the specific topics there, chances are that we have an, uh, we have already made a, an episode on those on those specific areas. So go check out what you want to know more about it, and then come back to the Digital Loop and listen to Paul and I uh, uh, talk and talk and talk for about 20, 20 minutes about different areas. If you have any questions, uh, once again, I would like to invite you to connect with us. Uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, you know, everywhere. Uh, uh, get in touch with us. Any suggestions? We love hearing about about uh, from you guys. And uh, I don't know if there is anything else to add. I really look forward to seeing you next time. Yeah, next, next, week. next time will be probably next week because actually I'm traveling again, but only for three days and I'll be back in London. Uh, next week, so we'll be able to record. So, guys, you'll see us next week. Thank you so much. Bye, Ivan. All the best. Ciao.